Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Gilda Evans, bringing you the Autism Resource Podcast. This podcast and the ARP website are your one-stop knowledge and resource base for autism and much more. I'm very pleased to have Michelle Pascal as my guest today. Michelle is a transformational and spiritual, multi-talented artist, meditation teacher, singer, composer, photographer, film director, and author dedicated to supporting underserved populations, including Los Angeles's population of parolees. Michelle is an author of 20 books on spirituality, including Meditation for Daily Stress, 10 Practices for Immediate Well-Being. He is the director of the film We Are Never Alone, which is a cornerstone of the Never Alone movement for suicide prevention and mental health. As a singer, the man with the medicine voice, as he is often called, has performed many places in the world, including Carnegie Hall in New York, where he will present a Christmas concert this year. He has performed with famous musicians like Myron McKinley and Verdine White of Earth, Wind & Fire fame, Paul Pesco, Mark Ledford, and many more. Welcome, Michelle. And thank you so much for joining me today to share your technique for achieving a calmer, more grounded state of being. Thank you so much, Gilda. Thank you so much, because your podcast, your show, is extremely important. We live in a world very difficult. So maybe someone who is listening to your show will say at the end, oh, Gilda, thank you. You have helped me. So this is our responsibility, each of us, to help every person that we meet. So your talk show, I will say, can be a medicine for our soul. So it's an honor to be in your show. Thank you, my Gilda. Thank you. Thank you so much for those very, very kind words. So to begin with, tell me, what does meditation mean to you? I will reply to you uh, what we learned in a monastery. Uh, it was my life. Um, the etymology of meditation doesn't mean to be in a lotus position at the sunset with a machati on Instagram. <laughs> meditation in Tibetan etymology, it doesn't mean this cliche. It means exactly I train my mind in my daily life. So we could adapt and we can say I train my mind in my daily stressful life. And this is the heart of this new way of meditation that I developed since many years. How can I calm my mind? How can I train my mind in the middle of the stressful situation? Then what makes your way of meditation unique? And what is the heart of this way of meditation? When I was a child, I have the blessing to be born and raised in a very stressful and violent family. So I realized when I was a child that there is no life without calm. There is no life. We don't exist if we are not calm. There is no life without peace. We exist but we don't live. 
So when we are a child and we have the blessing to realize that, it brings us in two directions. You are stressed, like your parents, or you decide to transform the stress and you decide to uh, transcend the stress, to be calm in the middle of the stressful situation. And this is the heart of our new approach of meditation. Two things. First, we calm our mind in the middle of the stressful situation. And we don't calm the mind in a quiet place. Because if you go to meditate on the beach, it's beautiful. But when you go back to your workplace, when you go back home, when you have money pressure, uh, and we know in America, we have uh, plus one million homeless per month since the COVID. In France, in my original country, we are 60 million people, 10 million people fall down in the poverty since the COVID. This is the reality of the world. So as the prisoners of Los Angeles uh, say to me, if you say to us, take a deep breath, uh, meditate 10 minutes per day, they say, Michel, if you say that, you, you don't realize our life is difficult. You are not respectful. And I say to them, I realize, and I will not teach that for you. So I create since many years a new way of meditation with no exercise, no effort, no breathe exercise, no tips, no challenge 21 days. I will say for the challenge in this world, it's okay. We have enough. <laughs> we don't need to add more challenge 21 days. It's okay. Life is enough challenging for each of us. But um, our world has changed. So our meditation must be adapted to our world. Of course, many different waves of meditation exist. And it's like uh, we love a different sort of food. We love pizza, couscous, sushi, French food. And every uh, meditation wave, it's a sort of uh, rose in the same bouquet, uh, the bouquet of the peace. My approach, me, is dedicated for people who are unable to make an effort. Because when life is too much difficult, we cannot be concentrated on our breath. So I create this new approach of meditation, dedicated, I will say also, for the communities, but also dedicated for uh, celebrities. This morning I was uh, talking to a princess, very important uh, celebrity name, and this is the same when you talk to a prisoner. How can I calm my mind immediately in my daily life? But with no effort no exercise. And I want to share in your podcast something unique, absolutely unique in the world. This is the result, the last survey that we get at Amity Foundation in Los Angeles, where I create and direct this meditation program. So, as you know, population incarcerated are four times more affected by suicide than any population, four times more. In California, also, 80% of the prisoners, they return to jail. At Amity Foundation, 
with our program, we have zero suicide, Michael. Zero suicide since six years. Zero suicide. And 90%, of the prisoners never return to jail. They find a job. They rebuild a social life, a family. So we can say that in America, the question of the mental health and September, this is the month of the mental health, but for us, the question is solved since five years. Because, you know, this is a famous debate between uh, two schools. Some people, they say we need to talk about our suicide and uh, neuroscientists like Dr. Gary Schwartz say the more you talk about your pain, the more you trigger the mental picture of your pain and you become addicted to your pain. So at Amity Foundation, we have a sort of middle way. We talk, prisoners, they talk themselves, they support each of them, but in the same time, instead of to talk, we dissolve the emotion. We dissolve the pain. We dissolve the mental picture of the trauma. It can be an abuse, it can be the guilt, any trauma. So at the moment, We calm the mind, poof, we feel better. We dissolve our emotions like the wind dissolves the clouds in the sky. And when we dissolve our emotion, poof, you know, we, we feel the release of the tension and we become addicted to the serotonin, to the peace that we feel in our body. So it's not a belief, it's not an opinion, it's a physical sensation. When you calm the mind, you have more serotonin and you feel better. And you want refilled, it's like Starbucks. <laughs> One more time. And like that, we become addicted to the peace. So this is like that, that we have this amazing result at Amity. Well, I like what you say, Michelle. I like that. I'll have another cup of serotonin, please. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> And those statistics that you mentioned are just remarkable. You are so right. We are in a very different world that is absolutely filled to the brim with challenges. And we certainly don't, don't need any more. Um, but it really, the way that you're uh, describing this particular way that you meditate sounds very, very intriguing. Now, how does this method work for those with special or different needs? So first, when we start the session, we say hello, but we don't ask any question to the person. I mean, we don't invite the person to trigger the trauma. We don't say what's happening to you because the person can say, oh, I was abused, I have money problem. So immediately you trigger the negative energy. Just we guide the person on a calming meditation. For that, we use some special metaphor, some special visualization. For example, I love to meditate like a dolphin, just to visualize a dolphin and to guide a meditation with a dolphin, 
Just a word, dolphin. Ah, create immediately a calming visualization. But I will say it's deeper than a visualization. I will say to you, as say uh, my Tibetan master, he say meditation, it is more than a technique. It is a transmission of energy. When we guide the person, we transmute our peace. We transmute our calming energy. And we don't say to the person, oh, just take a deep breath. Because when we say that, we forget that for someone in difficulty, just take a breath, it's an effort. When you work 10 hours per day or more, when you don't know how to pay your lease, when you have an addiction, when you have conflict in your family, when you, you are fired from your job, when life is difficult, how can we say, oh, my friend, make one more effort? No, we are unable to make an effort. So in our way of meditation, I will say we don't talk to the person, but we tune the person on a calming vibration. We guide the meditation like a dolphin, like a mountain, like a rainbow, like a sunflower, etc. And immediately, the person, oof, you know, say, oof, I release the tension. But the oof, this is the key. Because at the moment, oh, you are in peace immediately. You feel your soul. You touch your soul. You, you feel better. It's a physical sensation, as we say. And you want to do that more and more. But I will say this way of meditation starts when we say hello to someone. Our world is crazy. Uh, we know with the news, etc. And maybe... I don't know if you know, but the Taliban people in Afghanistan a few years ago, they destroy all the big Buddha statues because Afghanistan is a very special place for Buddhist people. It was also the place where live Guru Rinpoche, Padmasambhava. So there are a lot of statues uh, close the places where he live and they destroy all. So we live in this world. And uh, we need peace. Everyone, we have the responsibility to calm everyone. Just when we, we say, who are you? Who are you? Oh, what a mantra. What a prayer. Energy is definitely something that is contagious. The good energy and the bad energy. And I agree with you completely. We need to spread more of the good stuff. No question about it. And you are one of those main people uh, who are doing that. And thank you for that, Michelle. Would you be so kind as to share perhaps your favorite story of teaching meditation to, to someone with special or different needs? Yes. I have many, many stories, but I will share something to you I think it will stay in my heart forever. One day, a friend of mine 
not a friend, someone from my family in America say, oh, I was tired and it was late in the evening. And she say, Michel, can you come to my university at Stony Brook in New York just to give a talk about your way of meditation? We have a lot of problems with depression and suicide and addiction with the students. It was late and I say, I am tired, but of course I come. I came and I give a short talk like we have today, and I guide a short meditation with the students of Stony Brook. And at the end, Gilda, a young Chinese guy came to me. A young Chinese guy with his little glasses. He said, Michel, I have a plastic bag. In my bag, I have the pills to take my life today. But when I listen what you say, I trash my bag. I want to live. I realize that if I calm my mind, I will dissolve my depression. It makes me cry. We can change the world, my Gilda. And this is the responsibility of your podcast. You, you create your podcast to give love, to give hope to people. And everyone, we have the responsibility to help everyone. And when I say to help, let's be more precise, to, to help for me, it's to calm everyone. When we go at Ralph to buy our groceries, when we arrive at the cashier, and when a person put our groceries in our bag, we have the responsibility to be calm with this person, to say, thank you, who are you? Because maybe this person has also a lot of problems. Maybe this person, she has a little salary and a big money pressure, etc., and kids and a lot of difficulties. So maybe this person will say, oh, this client is kind. It helps me. Everyone, we have the responsibility to calm everyone. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Michelle. I'm sure that touched a lot of people, but tell me, how can we meditate when we're unable to meditate, when we're just too stressed to even know where to begin? I can just share with you, Gilda, my own experience. I don't say we must meditate like this or like that because another teacher will make his own answer. Trust me, I have no diploma and I speak with my French accent. My English is not very good. I can just share with you the experience that I have since six years with the prisoners of LA at Amity Foundation. I will say we cannot meditate by ourselves because the mind is moving all the time. We need to be guided by someone. We need to have a meditation teacher to tune, to shift our energy immediately. But your question is very deep because as a teacher, we must be what we say. I mean, as a teacher, we must be very calm. We must have a stable life. We must have a stable joy. So I train many people to become teachers in our program. 
And I have realized that, for example, for, I trained the firemen of New York. To train the firemen of New York, who is the best teacher? Not me, but another fireman that I train. Uh, my friend David is a fireman, so in New York State, and now he trains other firemen. I have a friend, she becomes also teacher in our program. She's psychotherapist for patients who get the cancer. And she becomes a teacher in our program. And she's the best person to train other psychotherapists who are so stressed and other patients so stressed. I train police officers to train to other police officers. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe in the mirror effect, as Chris Voss say on Masterclass. So when you are a teacher, for example, at school, the best meditation teacher for you, it's another teacher. Because immediately we have the same code and we feel comfortable. So all, when people listen your talk show, if people are interested to become teacher in our program, I train and my team train a lot of teachers now every day. People can uh, contact me on my website, michelpascal.tv, uh, and you can contact my team and you have a presentation to become teacher. What does it mean? But again, to reply to your question, no, we cannot meditate by ourselves at the beginning. We must have someone to guide us to tune our mind on a calming vibration. Well, that does make a lot of sense, Michelle. So if somebody, let's say they don't want to necessarily become a teacher themselves, but they have questions and they want to know more, how can they reach you on that on that same website in that same way? Or is there another way that's better for them to uh, reach out? There is two ways to contact me. There is my website, michelpascal.tv, and you can write to me and I will, of course, reply to you. I receive a lot of messages now every day, and it's my practice to reply to everyone uh, to do that. And the other way to contact me is on my Instagram, Michel Meditates. Uh, on my Instagram, uh, I post messages every day. I reply to every person every day. So as we say, as we joke, my schedule is busy, not me. Not me. Me, I am never busy. And... Uh, we must, this is the opposite. The more the world is busy, the more we must be available to reply to every person, to take time for everyone. And I'm going to spell that for people because not everyone spells Michelle the same way. So I'm going to spell <laughs> that out. That's michellepascal.tv. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-P-A-S-C-A-L dot TV. And also Michelle Meditates on Instagram would be M-I-C-H-E-L Meditates. Is that correct? Your English is very good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would be really worried if you said anything else. <laughs> Your English is super perfect. <laughs> thank you. My French English is better and better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much, Michelle, for your time and for sharing some wonderful energy with us today. It's my honor to be with you, Gilda. And if our, uh, your podcast can help just one person in this world, we will be the most happy of the world. 
Well, I agree with you. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular platforms. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can always access us and other great resources on our website, www.autismresourcepodcast.com. I want to thank our listeners for spending part of their day with us. This is the Autism Resource Podcast, and I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.